Welcome to the Practical Church Revitalization Podcast. We look at revitalization in real time, examining the ups and downs of revitalizing and replanting historic and legacy churches throughout New England and the U.S. Now here's your hosts. Welcome back to the Practical Church Revitalization Podcast. This is, um, how would I say, this is going to be our... um, emergency uh, redo episode and the reason being is the original file was corrupted and we could not uh, salvage it we thought it was uploaded and uh, it is now gone Um, so what we're doing here is we are um, now trying to um, basically um, just record something to uh, put out there. It's not going to be Eric and I going back and forth. Um, But um, for those of you wondering who I am, I am Don McKinnon, pastor of Legacy Church in Sutton, Massachusetts. Uh, It is the oldest Baptist Church in Worcester County, fourth oldest in the state of Massachusetts. And what we had recorded and discussed, and I'm going to break it down, is um, as we're coming out of the uh, COVID pandemic, I mean, it's still there, but as um, restrictions are being lifted, as churches are feeling more... uh, uh, alive uh, to open and um, you know uh, I've seen some pastors who are getting the vaccines and you know hugs are back again that sort of stuff um, you know we're we're gonna discuss one thing I think um, one of the old um, I don't know how to call it maybe an old tradition that uh, we've kind of gone away from to help us um, look and see uh, what we can do to basically um, bring back the people. Now, we know that people are probably going to have uh, PTSD, if we want to call it that. They're not going to want to come back right away. They're going to still have their fears and and different things of why they're not going to want to return and get back uh jump back into things the way that they were and we have to respect that but at the same time i think we have to ask ourselves uh what are going to be some of the things that we can do as churches to bring people back now we look at the tradition that we have right now um i don't know if we can call it a tradition but outreach um they they sell packages for back to church sunday which usually happens in September, and it's sort of a uh, homecoming, if you will, uh, for the church. And that's what I wanted to discuss was homecoming. Uh, We started talking about this, and um, me and Eric, we had a dialogue back and forth talking about how a lot of people have bad connotations of homecoming and good connotations of homecoming. And what we have to look at is that homecomings are really, um, 
you know, a celebration of a church and the people that have uh, run the church and made the church go. And so um, we look around at churches and see uh, how churches have changed, maybe fresh coats of paint, um, new uh, facilities added to existing buildings, maybe a lot of refurbishment inside, different things that have happened. And people have left churches um, for, for various reasons, um, some good, some bad, but Let's look at, uh, I've got five points, and I'm going to try to get these five points out as quickly as I can. But uh, we're going to look at five points why homecoming is going to be a key thing to bringing people back from the COVID coma. And um, let's just jump right into this. So um, the first thing is it's a time to welcome back the church family. Um, in many of the old-time homecomings, it was a time for members to reacquaint themselves with people that life's journey had just taken them away from their church. Uh, they haven't seen one another, perhaps, uh, you know, in a long time. Uh, we think about it. We, we've, you know, a year into this uh, thing, and, and a lot of people have not seen each other, except maybe a Zoom uh, conference, but not a face-to-face. -face. They haven't seen it, anybody probably since, uh, uh, you know, the last get-together, a potluck, a men's dinner, a Bible study, something. And in our situation today, uh, you know, we look at that, and it's a value. It's going to be a valuable time for the for, for the church family to get back in sync with the family members they haven't seen in a long time, reacquaint themselves, get their bearings, and uh, begin to find their place again within the church. And so I think that's the one thing that we're going to have to do is, you know, a lot of these people are going to feel like first-time visitors again. Um, they're going to come in and there's going to be a familiarity, but there's also going to be, you know, a slight hold back you know what what am I doing here why am I doing this how am I doing this what is that going to be like and I think that's one thing that we pastors have to be aware of that our church members are going to be feeling this way uh, the second thing is it's a good time to reach out to people who have dropped out um, homecomings were a way to get back in touch with people who had left the church and if we are honest, we haven't seen that too much in the current global, um, you know, we've seen that too much in the current global crisis. Uh, people have seemingly, I've heard of it, where people have been a part of Zoom stuff at the beginning and then they've dropped out. And then because, you know, a pastor just can't go over to that person's house, um, you know, they've, they've kind of dropped out and... So what are we going to do to bring these people back? You know, that's that's the big question there. Um, so we're looking at this. Um, and, you know, let's be honest here. Um, maybe it speaks to us that there's a deeper need for discipleship in our churches. But it also means reconnecting with those who have dropped out. Um, I believe that we will be surprised by those who will return for a homecoming. Um, if we put one on, and we would 
be wrong to not want to use such an opportunity as a reason to bring these people back together. For some, it in the original sense of the word in homecoming, they wanted to know how things were coming along since they had they had been there. In other words, um, you know, people who come back who uh, were once tied to a church, uh, they. You know, they, they drive by, they wonder what's going on. And for a lot of our people, that's what's going to be happening. They're going to be wondering what's going on now that they're back together, what's going on. But this hesitation that they have, we need to help them reconnect again because they have become disconnected through the social distancing. Um, the third point, here's the third point. Um, it will help us gauge the recovery period. Um, this is this one doesn't have any ties into the past of a homecoming, but we can it can help us with the future. And let me explain. We know that uh, not everyone is going to return right away. There's a lot of talk of people having PTSD and coming back to the church. They're worried about COVID. They're wondering who's got their shots. Um, they don't want to wear the masks. They're kind of sick and tired of the social distancing. Um, so this will be a good way to see who will return right away and who will still hold back even after they get the vaccine. Now listen to me here. Communication is key here. We have to remember to use the shepherd's heart and care for our flocks. It will be aggravating to see some who just want to get back uh, to things right away, but it will take time. Churches after the 1918 Spanish flu. Now, remember this. We say the 1918 flu, and everybody thinks it's just that year period. But it was a period that lasted from 1914 to 1921 and took about four to six years after to fully recover with smaller churches doing the best because they could keep track of the people and know if things were going in the wrong direction. So this is going to be a thing for, you, for, for larger churches. They're going to pay attention. If you're a small church guy, understand you're going, to, you're going to be the person that the large church guys are going to go to, to talk to, to find out what's going on, what you're doing, how you're doing it, um, what the best uh, course of action that they could do to, to just keep up with what's going on. So uh, understand that, that that's going to be a key thing for churches. We need to have those gauges. We need to find out what's going on, how things are doing, and, and small church pastors, be ready to talk and um, give your advice to the large church guys because they're going to need it. This is a whole new territory for us. This hasn't happened in a hundred years, and we need to understand what is going to continue to go on with this. Now, the fourth point is this. Celebrate the victories from the last year. You've made it this far by the grace of God, so why not celebrate it? In the old homecomings, churches would celebrate the service of one of its members to the church and the community. They would give out maybe an award or a plaque for their faithfulness to the church um, and uh, as one would celebrate something they knew to be true. For many of us, 
who have been doing church either in person with restrictions or online. There are people we can celebrate who have worked tirelessly to keep the flow going. Be it the worship team, the AV crew, or someone else. They have come out and they have they need to be celebrated. Doing this in a gathering is going to show the church who had cared enough for them to still be fed by helping you pastor live stream call set up food drops and other things that kept the momentum going during the pandemic now i'm going to say this we're planning a homecoming here at legacy church and um we're in the early stages and we've been trying to figure out who are we going to celebrate because there is a lot of people um and this is this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be giving out um, awards early to people. We're going to have a volunteer day uh, that we're going to celebrate people and and do something for them. But then when we do homecoming, we're going to celebrate one or two individuals who have worked tirelessly um, during the pandemic. We have had a lot of improvements done in our church and it's because of um, these people and we want to celebrate them and these people are people that even people from our church in the um, old you know before dawn came uh, period there are people who have been asking who's over at the church you know what's going on this is going to be a time for us to be able to reach out to the community invite them to come in celebrate homecoming celebrate what these people that they know have done and you know use it as an outreach too at the same time but finally this is what i wanted to get at finally let us take time to remember those we have lost rejoice in being back together and pray for the lord to pour out his spirit to revive our churches again but Paul also tells us in Romans 12:15 to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. You know, I'm going to be honest, my church is not coming out of this time away unscathed. We have had people get and survive COVID, and we have had some not survive it within families. So we must remember them. Also, there are those who were not allowed to mourn the loss of families uh, to, to COVID and non-COVID related illness. And we need to give them their due too. Take a time to perhaps put together a video like those, you know, those memorial videos that we watch at the awards shows to remember those in the churches that we've lost and who put your flock, you know, uh, those who let me re rephrase that. And also those in your flock who lost family members during the pandemic. It touch it's touches like these that can bring things home and make them realize that they are part of the family. Overall, this has been one of the biggest moments for our churches and treating the opportunity uh, that is without preparation would be a bad move. Even if your church is not moving to in service yet this is a time to be preparing remember a farmer prepares for a harvest and between planting and harvest there's a lot of preparation be in that moment trust god and lean on him in the moments you struggle as you get back into the groove of meeting again 
so that's it um, that's all I'm going to say for this and uh, we'll be back with another episode later this week God bless and we'll see you